What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation Podcast. I'm your host for today, Justin Roman. And guys, oh my god, we are in the month of April. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm happy. Because April is the month that football season starts. You get you get ready for the draft, you get get over with the draft and then the off season starts training camp starts you get to hear news about these young cats going at it and that's why I'm so excited to see these young scouts whatever you call them go out and they show what they they show what they can do Either they're a quarterback on offense, a running back, a receiver, an offensive lineman, whatever. A defensive tackle, a safety. They are going to show up because this draft is going to be one of the most talented drafts. Because you you see players and you see what they're able to do. And I am just excited. You know, and especially as a Giants fan, not just for my team, but for all the other teams that have been struggling and for all the teams that have struggled but made it to the postseason, you know, you know, that, you know, and you guys, you guys know I mentioned the draft as an apple pie because it's so sweet and it gives, you know, it gives you time to really you know, to really, uh, enjoy, and to get, it's really an opportunity for teams to bring in these young guys, and see if these young guys can show up, and be leaders, you know, so I'm excited, we're only 27 days away from the draft, you know, um, I think this is going to be a, I think this is going to be interesting, because a lot of good GMs, you know, are on teams that need help, you know, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars, it looks like they're headed in the right direction, you know, um, the New York Giants, you know, I think Joe Shane is doing a hell of a job, you know, um, the Miami Dolphins, you know, the Cleveland Browns, I think they're getting, I think they're getting back uh, in order, we all know how good the Cincinnati, we all know how good the Bengals are, you know, so this is an opportunity for these teams that have struggled and that have improved a little bit to get better, so much better that all these critics will be shocked. But anyways, guys, I'm not here to talk about other teams. I'm here to talk about my team. You guys know how I get down. I talk about my football team. The New York Giants, and this was recently reported, and this is something that I'm not surprised about. <sighs> Patricia Trena, who has been covering this team for, for a long time, she said that the Giants' offensive line is headed in the right direction under Joe Shane. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. 
because Joe Shane came from a Buffalo Bills team that's been crap for years. And you know what the Bills did? Brandon Bean said, forget it. Let's just tear let's just tear it down. Let's just let's rebuild. And Brandon Bean rebuilded and he created a Bills team that's so close of getting to the Super Bowl. Joe Shane is doing that same exact thing, you know? But he's doing it and he's doing it in his own way. We all heard what Joe Shane said. He said, I don't think that you don't I don't think you have to tear down a team that has talent even though people don't want to. Uh, people don't want to see that. Joe Shane knows what this team is because John Mara clearly talked to him about the Giants. The Giants are not a bad team, guys. They got talent. They just can't stay healthy. They had a bad front office for the past 11 years. Now they have a good front office. You know, they ha- I believe that Brian Dayball can get things going. Look at of all the priorities for Joe Shane to address, probably none were more pressing than the offensive line. Shane has done just that, ladies and gentlemen. He's had a four veteran free agent offensive lineman, Mark Lewinsky, John Fluciano, Jamil Douglas, and Max Garcia. Of all of whom are capable of playing anywhere along the interior, that gives coaching staff much positional flexibility with how they line guys up this coming fall. Look at three of the things that were important to Joe Shane were clearly starting guard. So, you know, you've gotten Glowinski and Fluciano who are clearly very good. And there's no question because they both came from very good teams, you know? So look, I mean, John Luciano, he's played center and guard in his career with the Bills. I think his best position in my eyes right now, seeing him play in Buffalo, is clearly at center. Obviously, having a quarterback of the offensive line and knows and knows the system and familiarity, you know, with him. He's smart, he, you know, he's tough and dependable. By adding Feliciano to make the line calls, I really think the Giants will lessen some of the load on Daniel Jones' plate as he learns the new, uh, the new offense. Jones won't necessarily have to worry about making the protection calls, at least not in, uh, intentionally, and can focus on ensuring he's reading defenses correctly. You know, now look at this is the question that a lot of you guys trying to know what are the Giants getting in Jamil Douglas well I really feel like you know the addition of the veteran interior depth also buys the Giants a little time you know to uh where they can add some younger players into their current pipeline and start grooming them for potential starting roles after the one-year contracts of Luciano and Douglas expire you know look at it's a daunting task you know, when you start adding in the draft picks and then trying to add replacement cost in season, it's hard to operate. Again, it's always tough to sit on your hands in free agency when you have holes on the team that you'd like to fill. I knew what look at I knew what the Giants were getting in, getting into. John Mara, Steve Tisch, they understand what uh what <laughs> this entire franchise is getting into. And Brian Dayball understood what he was getting into himself. 
No, the Giants have signed Mark Lewinsky to a multi-year contract. Meanwhile, have a player who, in addition to left tackle Andrew Thomas, can form the foundation of the offensive line moving forward. You know, you know, while Mark Lewinsky was saying this, um, he said this a couple. Uh, he said this uh, a couple weeks ago. We'll continue to build depth, as you've seen with some of the FSB signings, one-year contracts that give the team a reduced salary cap hit that we've done over the last couple weeks. You know, and I, I totally agree with Mark Lewinsky, you know, because you've got guys that have started games and played meaningful football. The more, you have to understand, the more depth and competition, you know, this team can, you know, that Joe Shane and the front office can create with the uh, with the resources that they have, I think that's important. I think, I think we've, I think this franchise had, you know, I think this football team right now has been able to accomplish that. Shane, Joe Shane, look at guys, Joe Shane is not finished with rebuilding this roster, you know, that finished 4-13. Four, four he has himself with a great deal of flexibility regarding the upcoming draft. Uh, does that ring a, does that ring a bell? That's, that's a goal, you know, that's the goal. And I, I don't, I don't, I haven't, I didn't, I didn't like, uh, uh, talk about this, but Joe Shane, he's clearly, uh, covered half of, half of the goal. His job was to fix the offensive line. He, he's almost, he's almost done doing that. You have Andrew Thomas. I, I think you, hey, Andrew Thomas is Mark Lewinsky. That, those two as a pair, hey, I'm down with that. Give Daniel Jones a good blind side. You know, then at center you have Feluciano, and at right guard you have Mac, you have Max Garcia, and then you can go and get uh you can get uh an Akeem Aquanu or Trevor Penny, you know, or a uh, or a you know or Charles Cross, someone that can be disruptive on the right tackle position, you know. But look at guys, we still got Matt Perk. And I told you guys recently, I still have faith in this kid because he wasn't given the chance, especially all that bull crap Rob Sale was exploiting to the internet saying that, um, that uh, this that uh, Matt Pert doesn't deserve a chance because Nate Soldier is better than Matt Pert. No, I think Matt Pert has talent. I like the kid coming out of, out of University of Connecticut. You know, he's uh, tall with long arms, good feet movement, you know. But that's not gonna cut the. That's not gonna uh, cut uh, of me. That's not gonna cut the ch uh, the chase of me saying that. Oh, I would love this kid from this year from this year's up this year's upcoming draft. You know. But look at. I think Joe Shane. He he's clearly got the whole thing fixed already. All he needs is a. All he needs is a right tackle. That's why I think the Giants might go after an offensive tackle in the first round. Either that's for the fifth overall pick or the seventh overall pick, you know? And if you, and it doesn't matter who you get, you know? But look it. That's the goal, guys. And he's literally covered most of it. But... Remember what I said about the, the type of guys that you get? You have to make sure that they fit your scheme. Mike Kafka is the offensive coordinator. 
Mike Kafka loves passing the ball. I think Charles Cross would fit this offensive line much more because Charles Cross, he or Trevor Penning, either him or Trevor Penning. And I'm not trying to cut out Akeem Aquana, but Akeem, he's not he's not that good in the passing game. But like I said, that's fixable. Bobby Johnson's our new offensive line coach. I think he'll fix him. I think he'll fix that in a heartbeat. You know, that this offensive line is starting to. This is going to give Daniel Jones the advantage of. Oh, I got this. And then you have Saquon. <clears throat> then you have Saquon Barkley fully healthy, and we all know when you have a full healthy Saquon Barkley, you give him holes to run through. Saquon Barkley is going to destroy your defense. You know. So. Look it, I like, you know, if I'm the Giants, if I'm Joe Shane, I like to be in better salary cap health, obviously, next year, for sure, against having to move on from people or cut guys or do anything or do any restructures. I'd rather not be in that situation because then you'll have to give away more money and then you're going to have to give away more guys that you don't want to get rid of, you know? <laughs> if the Giants would have got, if they would have got rid of Saquon Barkley, that would have hurt me. Because I really feel like Saquon can really, uh, like I mentioned, uh, like on uh, the month of uh, last month, when a lot of people were criticizing Saquon for his durability and health, I still believe in this kid. I believed in him ever since. I I I loved him ever since he came out of Penn State. I still love him. I still love him to his day because I still feel like he has the talent. Saquon Barkley was the he was the artist. Uh, he was the he was the killing machine at Penn State. No defenders were catching Saquon Barkley. When Saquon was running all over Penn State, the, he would make he would make cornerbacks look the other way. You know. But all I'm saying is that I believe in this kid. I said I said in my podcast I'm a big believer in Saquon Barkley. You know because. Saquon Barkley, he what he's going through right now, Adrian Peterson went through. And Adrian Peterson, he said, wait and see. This man came out. <clears throat> this was like, uh, I think, two years after he tore his ACL. The man, he's getting 1,000 yards, you know, per game. That is why, why, why do you think everyone's comparing Saquon Barkley to Adrian Peterson? Because this is the exact, this is the exact, Thing that Adrian Peterson went through. And Adrian Peterson came out proving the doubters wrong. You know why? Because he had a good offense. He was healthy. He had a good game plan. That's what the Giants have. They're building a good offensive line. Saquon Barkley's coming back healthy. Mike Kafka's gonna he's gonna dial up some good plays. You see? So don't like I said, you critics, you keep keep saying what you're saying, but when this guy starts balling out, don't say anything. Don't apologize because you knew you were wrong. So yeah, guys, that's all I have for today. Let me know how you guys feel about what I said about uh, Joe Shane and this about him uh, revital like reopening and refixing this offensive line. But yeah. Um, but Patricia Trainer, I really appreciate you. You know, um, you know, because Patricia Trainer, she used to be a 
you know, she loves the Giants, and she she became a critic, but she's now seeing what I'm seeing, you know, so I appreciate that she actually sees what my eyes see, so yeah, guys, um, that's all I have for you today, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, I will be doing another one tomorrow, and yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one, I'm out, peace.